It's HPR, All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence with the latest guest on Off the Road. Find the complete interview series and links to subscribe to the podcast at hawaiipublicradio.org slash off the road. And today, it's legendary British band Deep Purple. But it's Deep Purple like you've never heard them before, with Turning to Crime, an all-covers album filled with Deep Purple covering classic rock epics from the Allman Brothers Band, Booker T and the MGs, Jeff Beck, even Led Zeppelin, plus many others. We're thrilled to learn more about it as we welcome our second guest from Deep Purple to Off the Road. Following guitarist Steve Morse from last year, it's keyboardist Don Airy, who's played with a who's who of rock legends we'll hear as we welcome Don Airy to Off the Road. Greetings to Hawaii. Fantastic. Hawaii. God, I'm Never done an interview with anybody in Hawaii. Well, a huge aloha, mahalo, welcome, and thank you so much for doing this. Pleasure. Where are you joining us from today? I live near uh, Cambridge in the UK. Great. The English countryside, thatched houses. and Nice. Yeah. So do you have any stories, Don, as to how the pandemic entered your life? Well, it was very funny. I had a bit of a... I was taken very ill, and I, um, I went into hospital. And when I went into hospital in uh, February... 2020 the world was a normal place do you know what i mean yeah yeah and i didn't come out for two months they kept me in for two months and you could feel the pandemic coming up the motorway towards cambridge you know and when i came out my wife picked me up and i hadn't seen her for six weeks and we drove the 12 miles home and we didn't see one person we didn't see one car it was like everybody gone to the moon you know strangest experience of my life wow and you had been in for a totally separate illness and thankfully didn't get covid either yeah it wasn't covid good for you man well great that you have your health and yeah what a surreal experience there's been so many uh during this thing and how has it affected this turning to crime for deep purple fans don in particular but also anyone who appreciates classic rock because this is a very unusual record sort of explain the album's concept and how this came together Yes, well, it was, you know, what are we going to do? Um, we had to cancel all the shows for 2020, you know, move them on to 2021. Things were looking a bit bleak, you know, there was no vaccine. There were so many people dying in the United Kingdom, you know. Yeah. And we were all on the phone to each other, what can we do? And there'd always been the idea of doing a covers album. And I think it was Ian Gillen's idea. Hmm. But how are we going to do it? Well, Bob Ezrin suggested... Why don't we do it remotely? Bob Ezrin, legendary record producer. And that's so what it, you did. That's what we did. And I did four demos, you know, with a drum machine. Roger did four. Steve Morse did four. And we kind of circulated them. And when they came back with Ian Pace's drums on them, everyone kind of went, this is really happening. Which of these tunes, there's so many interesting songs to have Deep Purple yeah. cover in this wide range of tunes. Which of the ones yeah. are you most attached to on this thing? Um... I think um, Let the Good Times Roll. <laughs> I think it's great. And I like Oh Well, I think it's a bit of a masterpiece. I think we've done it justice. All these tunes that classic rock fans would know, and some of them are really like Little Feet's Dixie Chicken <laughs> to hear <Yeah. laughs> to hear Deep Purple playing that, especially you sliding in there on the piano and stuff. Whose idea was it to cover? I think it was Steve Morse. Okay, it makes sense. Right. I mean, he, he's a big Little Feet fan. You know, he lives in Florida. He's a southern boy, Steve, yeah. and um, he wanted to do some, you know, down-home rock. What were your selections? Was Oh Well one of the ones you suggested? Uh, uh, no, Oh Well was, was everybody's. Okay. You know, we had these phone conferences, and uh, that's how we decided. The ones I did were 
I did the medley, which was just, um, I put together a lot of tunes. You know, we just come on and jam in, uh, in the encore before we go into Hush or something. You know, you give a little blast of uh, Give Me Some Loving or something. That is one of the most standout tracks. That's crazy. So you get caught in the act. They have this thing, it wraps up the record, and it has. It starts with Jeff Beck Group, I'm Going Down. Then it has Booker T and the MGs, Green Onions. Then it goes into the Allman Brothers Band, Hot Lana. Then it goes into Led Zeppelin's Dazed and Confused, and then ends with Spencer Davis Group. You're the one who came up with that idea? Yeah, yeah. I stuck it all together. <laughs> I've got, I'm quite proud of the way I, I got uh, dazed and confused to segue into give me some loving, you know. Yeah, and, and Booker T, Almonds, these are like things that you obviously as a keyboardist, I'm assuming you connected to. I, I mean, I'm very pleased with uh, the Allman Brothers track because I sound exactly like Greg. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just that could be Greg playing, and I, I think it's the thing I'm most proud of. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you were a fan. Ever get to spend any time with Greg over the years? I met him once. I actually jammed with him. Where? Um, we tell that story. In, in London, it was a thing called a tennis jam. The people who put Wimbledon on, they used to have a party, okay. and sometimes they used to do it. It was always a great thing to do. You know, Pat Cash played and John McEnroe, but we'd have a band. And once we're doing it, and halfway, I looked up, and there's Greg Allman across <laughs> the other playing Hammond, and um, Warren, Warren from Warren the, Haynes, uh, Warren Haynes, standing right next to me, and we start jamming away, and I can't believe it's Greg, you know, he just played great. <laughs> so I chatted to him afterwards, and Warren said, "Oh, we're playing the Albert Hall in a couple of days. You're invited." <laughs> wow! But I, I couldn't go because I, I had a gig somewhere, but. Um, What's neat about your career, Don, is all the connections you've got. And you also end up playing with Richie Blackmore's Rainbow. Now, your path didn't cross with Dio, right? Ronnie James Dio had already left? Or... Well, it actually did cross momentarily. As I went in through, the, there was a swing door to the rehearsal room. <laughs> and I went in, I saw Ronnie Dio walking out. I thought, oh, that was Ronnie. So I went in and um, I kind of auditioned at Richie's house, you know, we, we played a bit of music together. But there was no Ronnie there. At, at the end of the second, I said to Richie, uh, I said, I thought I saw Ronnie. And uh, Richie said, oh, yeah, yeah, no, Ronnie's gone. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> I said, keep on my toes here. And that was what? Graham Bonnet then became the singer when you were... Uh, yeah, Graham came in. And what's wild, though, is not long after that brush with the late, great Ronnie James Dio, who would go on to sing for Black Sabbath, you end up playing for Ozzy Osbourne on many critical early 80s tours when Ozzy had that huge castle stage set and the laser lights, late, great Randy Rhodes for a while on guitar, and I believe you were even in Ozzy's band when the bad incident happened, right? Oh, I was there, yeah. <laughs> Tell that story. I, that was very funny, actually. I, you know, I was up on the ramparts of the castle with the, the keyboards were up. So I'm, so I'm looking down, and I saw we were doing uh, Suicide Solution. And there was a thing, people were throwing stuff on stage. Uh, dead cat and, uh, you know, funny things were going on. And I saw Ozzy walking around with, with a bat, with this pair of wings flapping, this huge thing. And eventually kind of threw it away. And uh, when I came off stage at the end, I said, God, Ozzy, whatever did you have in your mouth? He said, I thought it was a plastic bat, but it was a real one. <laughs> I 
I said, bloody hell. I said, it bit me too. That's why I let it go. <laughs> I said, what it bit you? Everybody laughed. He, he said, yeah, we better find it and give, give it some Aussie serum. <laughs> well, they, they were, nobody could find the, the bat. I mean, it, it vanished. So I went to Sharon and I said, Sharon, this is serious, you know. Nah. I said, you know, Aussie could get rabies. You got, we've got to take him to the hospital. He was. He refused to. It was freezing outside, so he just was in his underpants and his cloak. <laughs> and we took him in the hospital, and he started barking. How are you feeling? <laughs> he started doing all that. It was very, very funny. But he stopped barking when they they gave him the shots in his backside. Right, right. That shut him up. What an experience. Uh, any favorite, when you look back at all those gigs that you've gotten to do, um, is there anything that, like, a hero encounter that stands out? It's funny, we were with, I was playing with, in the Gary Moore Blues Band. The late Gary Moore. We got the Montreal Jazz Festival. And Gary said, we're being supported by Little Feet. I said, hell, man, we better be good if we've got them supporting us. So we got there, you know, and they were sound checking. At the end of the sound check, I, I went up to Billy Payne and, you know, introduced myself. And he said the nicest thing to me. He said, hell, Don, I know who you are. And, you know, we had a bit of a chat. I was, I'm such an admirer of his. And their gig was just fantastic. Wow. I never heard Gary play better after Little Feet. We had to. <laughs> so that, that was a great night. Wow. And coming full circle with the new record, uh, playing the uh, the Dixie Chicken on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope Billy hears it and, and doesn't get upset. <laughs> I doubt it. I bet they'll find it real flattering. Uh, I really had fun talking to you today. I hope that, that you had fun doing this, my brother. Yeah, that's great. Let's go out with the new Deep Purple cover of Little Feet's classic Dixie Chicken from Purple's new album, Turning to Crime. It's Don Airy, legendary keyboardist, who's joined us today on the show from Deep Purple. Really appreciate it, brother. Very nice talking to you. You too. Take care, Don. Aloha, brother. All the best. She said.